Welcome to another episode of Within Us. My name is Azriella Jankovic and I am your host. You know, the holidays are upon us. Tonight, I lit the Hanukkah candles with family. We're so blessed to have my husband's parents visiting from the States and it's just so wonderful to have generations together all in one place and you know the holidays are so special and they can be so special and I also know that for so many people the holidays and family get-togethers can bring all sorts of issues and potential sources of stress it's a time of charged emotions there's excitement and there's so much else that can go on when we're all getting together and we're celebrating whatever it is that we're celebrating. You know, in thinking about this, I was given the opportunity to speak with Adina Mark Capone. And Adina plans events here in Israel. She plans all sorts of family events, life cycle events, corporate events, for people here and for people from all over the world who come in to celebrate. And she knows what stresses can come up when there are celebrations upon us. So I wanted to take the opportunity to share this episode in the holiday season to be a resource for anyone looking to have a more present holiday, a more present celebration low stress, high levels of enjoyment, really bring the happy to the holidays this season. So that is what this episode is all about. If you've been listening to this show for a while now, you know that I am all about living happier and making the most of this wild and fabulous life. And if you know me, you know that this is what I learn about, this is what I research, this is my passion from psychology and human behavior to ancient Torah wisdom to teachings from all over the world, from all of time, I am all about living happier. Not because it comes easy to me, but because over the years, it's been a challenge. And without getting too much into that, I wrote a book all about happiness. If you haven't read it yet, it's called Beyond All Things insights to awaken joy purpose and spiritual connection it's a book for everyone and it can make your life better it's all about insights and how to live happier i chose the insights because i wanted to live happier and i wanted to learn and i wanted to immerse myself in them and it's it's going pretty well for me you know it's always a process it's always a journey but i want you to know one of the huge components of this book is giving and this week I am giving half of all the proceeds from my book sale to a family in need in Jerusalem came to my attention recently that someone I know very well is going through a really hard time and isn't able to get the basics for for children children in need and just breaks my heart so I am donating Half of the proceeds from Beyond All Things available on Amazon during this week from December 22nd to to December 30th. 
to this cause that is very near and dear to my heart. So, you know, I believe that at the bottom of all of this quest for happiness is a flame. The flame that is our soul, the flame that is our soul that was put here by something greater than, than what we can understand, than, than we can conceptualize or intellectualize as humans, but a soul that is within us that wants nothing more than to light up this world, nothing more than to give and to serve. And sometimes we can just get a little thrown off course by the physical world and our emotions and our psychology and some of these built-in features of our humanity that are here to protect us and here to aid to our survival can also kind of throw us off course. So I think that's why we can benefit so much from inspirational community, people around us to support us, podcasts and books and experiences that are meant to really acknowledge us in our humanity and in our struggles and yet be there to inspire us and give us the fuel that we need to keep reaching upwards, upwards, like the flame. The flame is always reaching upwards. So that's really what this episode does for me and I think it can do for anyone who listens. Adina has so much wisdom and it is directly applicable to right now. I assure you. So without anything further, let's bring on Adina Mark Capone, Israel's premier event planner. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Nice to meet you. Thanks, Adina. Thanks for being here. So tell us a little bit about what it is that you do and how you became so passionate about helping families celebrate these events so smoothly. Well, I love how you know it became about me helping families run events smoothly. Really, I, I thought I was going to be an event planner. <laughs> no, I am an event planner. I'm an event planner um, mostly for clientele from, from overseas who come to Israel for their, for their very special and momentous events, uh, bar mitzvahs, bat mitzvahs, and weddings. And then um, it became the, it, 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 there became a need to help them, like, you know, guide them and work with them through all kinds of um, emotional situations, family situations and dynamics. And, you know, really it just became more than choosing the right um, photographer and, and band and flower color. It became so much more than that. And um, I'm happy to be doing it. I'm happy. I, I enjoy it. I, I feel like I really am helping people not only um, through the daunting process of planning a special event from overseas, but also through um, the emotional aspect of it and, and family issues. Let's call them family issues, right? <laughs> so tell us, and, and everyone knows about these because family members are the people we love most and we care the most about, and 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 we want to we want to do the best with with what we have in these events and celebrations. So wow. talk to us a little bit about that. Like what what are the what are like the stressors that most often come up for people around events and holidays? Um, so a lot of stresses um, when there's cultural divides between the two sides, perhaps the culture or religious background of the bride family and the groom's family, um, just trying to mesh them so that everyone's happy and everyone feels that they're being seen and being heard. Um, 
what what I in my experience I've also had situations of a convert or again different religious backgrounds or so you know there's uh, everyone wants to be seen everyone wants to be heard when it comes to a wedding everyone wants to feel that they're represented or that their culture is represented that their family is represented so that's a that's struggle interesting. yeah it makes you know it makes a lot of sense and I think that whether it's a wedding or a bar mitzvah or a Hanukkah celebration or Thanksgiving or Christmas or anything, mm -hmm. there's so much diversity in families these days. Right. That right. I think we can all really identify with that. Someone's divorced or there's a remarriage or there's an adoption or a stepchild or same sex, you know, uh, uh, a significant Couple. other, significant right. other you know, is brought to the table. So, you know, everyone has to deal with it in their own way and everyone has their own way of dealing with it. So there's, you know, we need to help it be smooth and we need to make it work. And we, in my situation as the event planner, I really want the event, this momentous occasion to be the, the focus and to take precedent. So like if you have an issue with your brother-in-law bringing his um, boyfriend to, to the event, that's okay. But let's talk about it after the bonus stuff. You know, like, like that's my, uh, my goal. That's how I try and like make things smooth for the actual event itself. So in other words, like making everyone feel welcome at the events, putting our judgments of family members and everyone aside and just enjoying. Right, right. Like, like let's focus on what's important here. I'll give you an example of um, a family. Can we do that story. every day, Adina? Can we, can we just do that every day, all the time? Um, like let's, let's all the focus time. on the thing that's important here. Let's focus on the <laughs> what's the priority here. Let's put our feelings aside and, and not make it the center of attention, and let's not make it about us, and let's not use this event as an excuse to bring it all out and you know to make it into like a family oh, issue. Yes, <laughs> and that's really how I deal with things. Like it's first, you know, like. They teach you in parenting courses, right? Or in couples classes, they tell you, you know, acknowledge your feelings. So that's what I do. I'm like acknowledging their feelings. Like, yes, that must be so difficult that this is your son's bar mitzvah and it's when your, you know, brother-in-law decided to come out of the closet. That's really hard. But let's have a bar mitzvah. And then, you know, we'll talk about everything else. Like, I really try and make it like that, that their feelings are heard and understood but that's not the time or place. And, and really like to just have direct everyone to say like, this is about the event. It's about the event. If it's about the bar mitzvah boy, make it about him. If it's about the wedding, let's make it about the couple. Um, and it's, it's a process and it's, it's dealing with a, a lot of different personalities. Um, and like I said, everyone wants to be heard. Everyone wants to be represented. So, um, yeah, I'm working with all of that. It's interesting. It's like, on one hand, you know, we, we discussed the, everyone bringing their like diverse cultural backgrounds, but then yeah. there are all sorts of unique issues. Everyone has their story. So all of the stories are coming to the table yeah. and you're saying, you're saying, let's not make it about ourselves. Let's make yeah. this about. Yeah. You know, the, the divorced, um, parents of the groom. So the dad is, is expected to pay, but he's feeling really resentful because his son, you know, I don't know, took his mom's side. So he's like, I don't know if I want to pay for this now because you hurt my feelings two months ago. And I'm like, let's talk about that after. <laughs> like, let's just pay for the wedding. <laughs> you know, you know you want to pay for it. You know that you want to be a part of it. You know that this is an important celebration. And and, and as a dad, you're you're feeling the, the obligation to, to pay for your part of it. So let's talk about your hurt feelings 
you know, next week, <laughs> not this week. So it's, it's all important issues and it's all important things that are coming out and coming to the table at an emotional time. You know, emotions are um, good and bad. Emotions could be happy or sad. Emotions are emotions and they come out. They just come out in, this, in, these, in these periods of time and during these instances. And so it's important to, like I said, to recognize them, acknowledge them and, um, make them give them their importance that they deserve give them the, the 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 place that they deserve but just to focus everyone like to their events let's focus on this event let's focus on this bar mitzvah bar mitzvah boy who's so sweet and been looking forward to this for his whole life and let's focus on this couple who want their day to be special like let's just focus and with the sensitivity with sensitivity and understanding that's so beautiful. So as much as people want to be listened to and acknowledged and seen and heard and appreciated, like you said, in terms of, mm-hmm. you know, the dad who's paying, it's not about that. It's simply yeah. about being present. Right. And I, I've had even like, you know, opposite situations. For example, um, I had a sweet, 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 sweet couple who um, the bride and groom themselves became super religious. You know, they found themselves in religion and in Judaism and they, that was a, the, the lifestyle that they chose. Um, leaving that, what they left behind was their parents who were way less um, observant and religious. They very much respected their children's wishes. The father of the bride, in fact, had a non-Jewish uh, partner for many, many years, meaning like the bride had like a re- beautiful relationship with her stepmom who wasn't Jewish. And so there were like issues at the wedding, like kinds of things. And the bride and groom, even with their newly found, you know, religious, Perverence, um, they were like, no way. She, like, family comes first. You know, even like I'm saying, even in the opposite direction, where you know the couple themselves are are needing to be sensitive to the family's needs and the family's wishes. These are the things that we that we try and balance and that we try and make. Again, it's a sensitive situation, a sensitive issue, but at the end of the day, you know, we just want to have a successful event and for everyone to be happy. A hundred percent. So planning events and let's say planning family gatherings, would you say there are similarities in terms of the challenges that come up? Yeah, I think, again, I think the, the uh, underlying thing is that everyone um, wants to be heard. Everyone wants to be recognized, whether it's their, their happiness, their, their frustration, their resentment, you know, anything that's going on with them, this is like, uh, subconsciously, of course, they're not saying this like consciously like, okay, here's my chance to have a stage, right? Everyone's going to be in the same place at the same time. So let me make this my stage. I don't think that's a conscious decision, but I do think that subconsciously they're like, okay, this is the family. <laughs> this is who we are. This is a situation, you know, and, that we're all going to be here and all together. And, and here's where I need to be heard. And here's where I want to be seen. And that's an underlying issue that, that, that does repeat itself. Um, that's interesting. Um, That's interesting. And so, so let's suppose, for example, I'm going to a family gathering. Everyone's coming together next week to celebrate Hanukkah together. And mm-hmm. I want everyone to acknowledge me for whatever it is, my, uh, my new book. Mm-hmm. Um, you're saying, let that go. This isn't a, a gathering about me and right. my accomplishments. That's right. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You know, uh, another example um, that, that comes up is, so, let's say a family who really is not very traditional or doesn't have so much religious background or religious um, requests or, you know, lifestyle, but all of a sudden there's this like huge momentous occasion, right? Like it's like, I don't know, it's a mitzvah or it's a wedding. And all of a sudden like it clicks, but they're like, 
well, wait one second. Um, my, my grandfather was Persian. So we have to have like Persian, you know, representation. And, and they're like, what do you mean? Like you have nothing to do with your Persian background. Like where did that come from all of a sudden? <laughs> but like all of a sudden it sort of like wakes up this need, you know, to have them to, to feel represented and to be seen. So, you know, maybe this isn't exactly the time or the place for you to, <laughs> to, to all of a sudden, you know, wake up and remember your Persian roots. Like it, it, these are the kinds of things that come up um, a lot. And so it sounds like people are really trying, people are trying to just do everything. They're trying to make this wedding or make the celebration everything. Yeah. Yeah. They want it to be, they want it to be seen. And again, you know, there's the resentment and the, and the personal issues. Um, again, it's like sort of like a subconscious, like, okay, here's my chance. Here's my stage. Here's my microphone. Now I can be seen and now I can be heard with whatever it is that I'm trying to, to say or, or how I want people to, to see me. Um, so if I, 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 like I said, I, I acknowledge it, I'm sensitive to it, um, but then I try and steer them in the direction of like the focus and the priority of, of the event. And also, you know, it'll also depend on who, who we're dealing with, you know, like if it's great uncle, you know, Herbie, that's like not really the like focus of the attention here. He's not like one of the main players, let's just call them. He's not in the center. You know, I'll also guide the family to say like, okay, let's not talk about uncle Herbie right now. Like it's not a focus. Let's focus on things that are important. You'll deal with him after. You know, I'm talking about the main focus, which is mom, dad, siblings, parents, you know, the, the, the core circle that, that's going to affect the actual event and the actual day. So, so essentially, if a topic comes up, a person comes up, a sensitive or difficult situation, you're saying steer the focus of the conversation back to yeah. the main event. Always, okay. always. My focus, my, my guidance is always, um, you know, like, let's make this a beautiful wedding. Let's not have anybody upset. Let's not make anybody insulted. Um, let's not, let's not have anything uncomfortable. Let's just make it all beautiful. And, you know, I always tell people, let's step up to the plate. Like, let's just get there afterwards. You know, <laughs> you know, you could bring, you, you could say all the things that are on your mind and get it off your chest, but let's just step up to the plate. Let's make this so special and beautiful. Let's not cause any stress to anyone any unnecessary stress is enough already <laughs> let's keep it's it so interesting it. yeah it's it's so interesting how it, to me i'm like envisioning this life event or this gathering as like almost like a magnifying glass where you know in life so many people are bringing their insecurities to the table and looking for validation oh, yeah. or permission from others oh, and yeah. at an event it sounds like this is really magnified Oh yeah, <laughs> it is a huge degree. It's magnified, and again, like you know, because it's um, it brings on such strong emotions. It makes people like super stressed out or anxious or feeling like you know, like this is like the number one most important thing happening when when really it's not. You know, like I, again, like I'm not minimizing the issue and I'm not min minimizing the importance, but again, like in the situation of um, a divorced parent paying for the wedding, like all those resentments and all those issues that happened in the past, like, I'm not saying that they're not important. It's so there, like they should totally go to therapy and deal with it. But it's just really not important for that day. Like it's actually not going to affect that day. If we're talking about like, you know, let's talk about black and white bottom line. Um, you know, let's say your daughter, she wants you to be there. She loves you. She's happy that, that you're her father and she wants you to be part of her day. So like anything that she did in the past to insult you, that's just not important right now. It's just not part of the day. Like, you know, and I don't say that, <laughs> I don't say to them that it's not important right now, 
but again, like steering them to focus, to focus on the day. Right. Um, so letting like, go of the hurt feelings, letting go of not feeling loved and appreciated. Today, just for this day, you know, like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I do have to give my, my, my therapeutic advice and, and be super sensitive and, you know, earn that, that certificate on my wall that, that I never really went to school for. But the, but the bottom line is, yeah, like sort of like giving them that, that therapeutic um, shoulder and, you know, words of advice that they need to hear. But then focus, let's focus. It's the event. It's the event. Like we're not, this isn't about family therapy and this isn't about like dealing with the issues right, right now. We've got to make a beautiful wedding. Let's do that. You know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, so what kinds of strategies or behaviors or solutions would you say that you've seen people come up with, whether it's like naturally or whether you were assisting them in getting over these challenges and making the most out of their time together? What do people do? Um, I'll tell you, um, in a successful situation, when we successfully are able to like, you know, table the issue um, for the sake of, of the event, of a successful event, I think it's usually, um, like what I said, it's having the acknowledgement and, and saying, okay, I am gonna put it aside, but just temporarily. Like making it really clear that I'm not forgetting that this is an issue. I'm not erasing the resentment. I'm not saying that this isn't something that I actually want to deal with, but rather saying like, okay, I will put it aside for now because I want this to be a you know happy occasion and I don't want to I don't want to ruin everything. Um, right. It's really about that. It's really about the you know having it acknowledged and shelving it temporarily <laughs> just you know, it's so that. it's so amazing to hear you talk about this because i learn a lot about mindfulness and it's something i teach and talk about and do with clients and one activity in a mindfulness and in a meditation practice is actually putting things aside just for now so shifting mm-hmm. focus away from a thought or away from a feeling and as i'm seeing these events and these gatherings i'm thinking well these are just like one big meditation so you're, you're, you're explaining it and describing it in a super healthy way, in an emotionally healthy way, which I like, I would like to say that that's how it works. It doesn't always work that way, but oh, yeah. It's probably it's, really hard. It's probably, yeah. this, this might sound yeah. simple, but it doesn't make it easy. Right. No, really, really, there's really not simple situations, you know, really. Um, and again, like I, I, I have to make it clear that I'm not minimizing it. And I'm not saying that a lot of times I'll say like, well, you guys, you guys got to deal with it. It's like, you guys are like really have an issue here. But on the other hand, like I really need to make a beautiful event and focus on the event being successful. Cause at right. the end of the day, like they really, they hired me to make a successful event. They didn't hire me to be the family therapist. Um, and, <laughs> and, 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 you know, and, and then the opposite is true as well. Like sometimes like, again, in, in the case of that couple who, who just wanted to give the utmost respect to her stepmom and so many other situations like that, really like, I walk away sometimes and I, and I just have like a whole, you know, renewed faith in human nature. I'm like, yeah, those people are so special. Like that was so beautiful. Really um, emotional highs and lows and ups and downs. Um, And, and people, people mostly step up to the plate. You know, they really do. They like, they want to have a successful event. They want, they want that couple to be happy. They want that little girl to have a special bat mitzvah. Nobody wants to ruin most people don't. <laughs> they don't want to right. at all. Right. You know? They want to. They want to get along. They want to be loved. They want to. You know. It makes, it makes so. a lot of sense. Yeah, I really think so. I really think like with all the, 
you know, with all the stuff that we have to deal with on a day to day life. But at the end of the day, like everyone wants a happy, happy ever after. <laughs> right. We all, we all want the same things. I really believe it. So yeah. tell me a little bit about how you became so passionate about these planning events and, and families. And I know you have a big family of your own and, yeah, thank and God I do. Um, yeah, so I, I have six children of my own and I'm married for the second final time. And he has two <laughs> children of his own. Uh, he has two girls. So I have uh, five girls and a boy. He's got two girls. So we've got quite a, quite a full house of girls, which is fun. Um, I moved to Israel um, 15 years ago. So my kids are, my oldest, when we moved, my oldest was 11. So my kids are really, really Israeli and, and um, very, very settled and grounded here and love it here. On the other hand, they're growing up in a house with, you know, American mom and dad. So they know what that's all about. And for me, what I'm able to bring to the table as an event planner is, is that, is, you know, like the, the bridge between um, being myself born and bred in, in Long Island, New York, and um, most, most living there most of my life and raising my children there for many, many years and then, and then moving here. So I'm able to bridge that gap of the style and sophistication and service, the level of expectation, I like to call it, from people who are coming from overseas um, and working with the Israeli personality and the Israeli level of expectation and level of service. So there's a lot to bridge there. And I think I do it pretty well. I try and I'm always working on it. Always, always working on it and honing that skill. It is, it's bridging cultures, bridging uh, styles and tastes. And, you know, like obviously, I'm, thank God for the internet, right? Like, thank God, for, you know, we're in almost 2020 because I can keep up with trends and what's happening over there and all over the world. I can keep up and I know what they're looking for. I know what they want. I know what's hot and what they're, what they're going to want when they get here, whether it's design, style, whether it's music, whether it's culinary, you know, all those things. Mm -hmm. So I'm really able to keep on the trends, but also I'm here. I'm here. I'm on the ground. I see what's, what's available. I see what's provided and I see, I know what our limitations are and I know what our, what are what's what, what can be done and what can be done well and great so that bridge is is super important people rely on me a lot to you know understand them and to find it for them here the reason why you're coming to israel is because you want something about israel we want some authenticity here so we're not going to copy paste whatever you've been accustomed to and what you're used to seeing in la or in miami or in new york we're going to do it a little bit differently the level um, of quality and of service and the things that you're that are important you're gonna have we're gonna make sure that that's here But I want a little authenticity. I want the chef to use Israeli um, Ingredients and recipes and I want a little bit of some Middle Eastern music um, And and in the decor and in the style because otherwise you, you might as well stay home The whole point of you coming here is you want like a little bit of the flavors of here. And so that's a very important um, emphasis that I try and somehow weave it into every event somewhere somehow right. it's, it it's beautiful yeah it's beautiful i can imagine you know every every location has its authentic unique element and right. just like every home has its unique qualities and maintaining that authenticity wherever you right. are for gatherings and events whether it's religious historical archaeological or geographical right like there's just some things that you can't get anywhere else that's why people want to come here and again it could be for any of those reasons you know, when I met you, I, was, I shared earlier that I thought for sure you're a psychologist because you have so much advice to give to families. How did you collect this advice? How did it all come into being? 
Oh, wow. I mean, I guess a lifetime of experience. Um, a lifetime of experience. I don't know how to even, where, where to begin. I grew up in Long Island, New York. My parents uh, divorced when I was 12. So um, at, in those days, at that time, I was like, you know, I was, it was rare. Let's just say, I know it sounds funny for kids today, but like I was one of the only kids in my class whose parents were divorced. So that was like weird. Wow. It sounds funny. Um, so just the commuting back and forth between our parents and dealing with divorce life and facing friends and community. The divorce was, wasn't easy at that time. Um, thank God, you know, we made it through and life goes on. Um, I went through my own divorce. Thank God it was very amicable. We're in an amicable situation and my children really benefit from that. I remarried an Israeli. So, you know, a second marriage in and of itself is, is, is a challenge and a learning experience and it's never ending. It's an ongoing challenge, blending families. And of course, with another, with another culture, you know, my, like we're an English speaking house and his, his children are Hebrew speakers, but you know, thank God we blend it and we make it work and it's an ongoing process. Um, also the Aliyah, you know, making Aliyah with five kids and acclimating to a new world and new life. and. Um, I always say like being a mom in a whole new place was huge, huge learning experience for me. So, you know, so many um, experiences of life, life experiences and life lessons learned throughout my years, some good and some bad, some challenging, some harder than others. They, they've all given me a, life, a lot of wealth of knowledge of, of things that I'm, I bring to the table and I bring to my clients that I, I think are helpful. You know, earlier you talked about mindfulness and you talked about mindfulness. So that's, you know, my personal journey is, is something that my clients benefit from. Like I, you know, if you talked to me years ago about mindfulness, I'd be like, what the heck are you talking about? What does that have to do with anything right? with event planning? But in my own personal journey, I've come to the place where I know what that means. And I'm, you know, able to um, apply my inner work, my personal work of my life journey and, and apply it to my, to my business and to my clients. I love that. You know, it's interesting. I, I think that someone could hear us talk about mindfulness and, and think it's like an oversimplification, but being present and being here and now is, is, is the work. And it's a big deal. It's a really yeah. deep practice. I think it crosses even religious and spiritual boundaries. It's universal. Absolutely. And, and what you bring to the table about, you know, the marriage and the blending family being a constant work in progress. I feel like that volumes in terms of when we bring people together and these events and our gatherings and our lives to realize that this is something we're going to work on and this is something that's important to us. And so we're going to make an effort to whatever it is, like put our own issues aside and not look for validation from people and just, you know, right. be present for them. I love that you're an event planner and you do have this attention to detail and you're really seeing the big picture which is more than like you said you know the flowers and decoration and the food it's, it's that's important and that's great and it's also very much about the people so adina you're yeah. such an asset to everyone you work with and to us today for sharing all of your wisdom tell Thank us you. where our listeners can find you Oh gosh, they can find me on Facebook and Instagram, A to Z Events Israel. And of course, if you ever want to reach me, you can reach me 
at Adina, A-D-E-N-A, at hbzevangelisrael.com. <laughs> Super. I'm going to go ahead and put links to the sh- links to all of your sites in the show notes. And I follow Adina on social media. And it is really true. Everything she's saying, that's how I found her. And she's an inspiration. So thank you everyone for listening. And thanks Adina so much for joining us today. Thank you too. It was a pleasure. I appreciate it. So much wisdom today from Adina. And I know that I'm taking this one with me. It's really powerful. I want to share an idea that I learned from someone named Rabbi Manus Friedman. And he said this in the name of the most influential leader of the Jewish people from this past century, the seventh Rebbe of Chabad, who said the following thing. He said, what is the purpose of me? The purpose of me is what I can do for you. We are needed in this world, my friends. We are needed. That's why we're here. And we're needed on a macro level. We don't even see the ripple effects of our acts, each one of them. And on a micro level, in terms of what is in front of us right here, right now, in this moment, who are we surrounded by and how can we be there for them? So I think it's a really beautiful idea, a really beautiful mantra, if you will, to bring with you into any family gathering or any special celebration or event is this idea of putting our own need for validation or approval or love or whatever it is, putting it aside just for now and asking ourselves, how can we be there? How can we be more present for the people around us? How can we be there for them? What can we do for them? So thank you so much for joining me. And I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear about your holidays what you're celebrating, who you're going to be with, how you're doing. I know sometimes there can also be loneliness over the course of the holidays, whether you're separated from loved ones by distance or whether there are people who are no longer with you or whatever your situation may be. I have a vision of creating a community where we'll all be there for one another. And little by little, I feel like I'm doing it. And the people in the community are really making that real as well. If you're on Facebook, you can send a join request to Circle of Insight. It's a really special place. And I try as much as I can to be there for people in my life. And I see the people around me really doing the same thing. So I'd love to hear how you're celebrating. And I'd love to hear from you. If you just want to share and tell me what's going on in your life right now. I am a podcast host. I just wrote Beyond All Things. I run masterminds for entrepreneurs. And I also do mentoring for all kinds of people. I mentor people that are my clients. And we work on an hourly basis over Zoom or in in person and I make myself a space for people. I see all kinds of, of individuals. I see executives who are looking to be more present for their families and balance time and learn how to take their mind off of the stress of work. 
and I also do pro bono work for people who are disabled and who can't afford to pay me or who have special needs or who are in situations where they're really struggling emotionally and need resources. So that's what I try to do for people. I use all sorts of modalities that I've collected over time. And if I can't be there to help those who come to me, I do my best to find them the resources that they need. So that's a little bit about me. And again, I appreciate you so much. And I send you every blessing or abundant peace today and always. Thanks for being here and I'll see you next time on Within Us.